0: Hello and welcome to I'm Your Buddy with Nick and William, the podcast where two best friends are watching and discussing the TV show Friday Night Lights. I'm Nick, who hasn't seen the show until we started the podcast.
1: And I'm William, I'm the one that loves the show. And today we're going to discuss Season 5, Episode 5, Kingdom, and Episode 6, Swerve.
0: So today is a little bit of a different recording setup. William and I are doing this Remotely from each other's houses. Usually I go over to William's and uh, we record in his room. But uh, William and Athea ran into a little something called the Rona.
1: It's lab virus or something. (laughs) No, yeah, we got got hit with COVID. A few of my family, uh, for the holiday weekend, actually, it kind of wasn't planned. But it turned out a bunch of my family was coming down to Albuquerque. I have a cousin, Jonathan, that lived in Virginia for a bit, and his wife was in Wyoming, and they came to stay with us while he gets discharged from the military. And He was staying with us for a week. His mom and our grandma were coming down. My mom and dad were coming down. My brother lives here. Fourth of July is his birthday. So it was going to be a big, huge thing. And I think, uh, like, maybe Wednesday night, we came in contact, someone within that group of people, had it and spread to me and Athea. And then everybody left town. <laughs> like, Friday night, everybody was gone. So, yeah, a few of us got it. Thankfully, no one that has it. Uh, it's not too bad. We're all vaxxed up, so. Yeah, not The severe. symptoms are pretty light. It's just we got to run through it.
0: Yeah, just let it run its course.
1: Yeah. I was still doing that dumb thing of, like, because... All of the typical quote unquote Corona symptoms, you know, lose your smell or you lose your taste like all of those things I wasn't getting. So I was still being dumb William where I was like, guys, maybe it's just a sinus infection. Like yeah. any minute now I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be better. And I actually did take a shower uh, Saturday and I felt like almost completely normal after my shower. I was like, I think I beat it. <laughs> i think I, I i beat joe rogan's record for beating rona i was like guys i think i did it i should go on his podcast now because i have the new record exactly and then no of course saturday night I, I was feeling horrible again
0: and all without taking vitamin c or vitamin d or eating well yeah doing the joe rogan routine yeah wow that would have been a quite defeat
1: no actually i was just doing vitamin c and zinc and when i went to the doctor they did tell me they're like look you're young. You're fairly healthy from, you know, they only check vitals, but they're like, there's nothing we can really give you. There's like medicines out there, but you know, they're not necessarily that great for your kidneys. So like you should just run its course. Yeah. And you got the cousin, vaccine.
0: So it's like, whatever. Yeah,
1: exactly. They're like, so, you know, you just kind of do what you do. Take the vitamins you're already taking. But my cousin did give me a uh, and Hell I was like, yeah. well, I'll do what I got to do. How about that?
0: Yeah. I think, he, I think you're supposed to inject it directly into your dick, I think, right?
1: No, it's a pill. You put it in the hole. It's called sounding. It's ah, a medical term, yeah I'll, yeah, t- yeah. I'll show you later. Okay. After this, because we're on video, I can just show you. Yeah, FaceTime. Yeah.
0: We'll upload this to our non-existent Patreon if you guys want to see. So uh, yeah, exactly. s- don't sign up for that. So.
1: <laughs>
0: How do you do it? Uh, I'm doing fine. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, I had a... My mom was in town over the weekend. Yeah, we had family like just when you did. And uh, so she's gone and just trying to recoup from that and uh, wind down one job to start my other one in a couple weeks. So just trying to take care of paperwork and all that stuff and hopefully pass the background check. Got fingerprinted today. Nice. So. Congrats. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Nikki, New Jobs. Way Nicky, to go, man. Nikki, New Jobs. That'll be the, the nickname. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to it, I think, maybe. Who knows? Fingers well, it, it'll
1: be good because it's, it's going to be more of like a routine for you, right? Like a, a job job?
0: Yeah, which I was telling Kira today that that is going to be nice because like my the court reporting agency that I work with now texted me out of the blue today like, oh, can you work in Santa Fe tomorrow at 1? And I have plans at 5. I'm like, no, I can't. And they don't yeah. care. They're very accommodating and stuff, but like, I was telling Kira, it's just going to be nice knowing my schedule seven to four Monday through Friday, as much as it's going to be an adjustment to getting back to that kind of work. At least I know what I'm doing for the bulk of the time. Cause I like, that helps my anxiety a little bit of like,
1: yeah. Oh, can
0: you do this at this time? It's just like, no, no, you know, I don't, I, I've haven't liked that up in the airness of my job for the past five years. So that'll be, that'll be one of the welcome changes in addition to more money and all that. So. But yeah. Yeah,
1: you you need the you need the structure. I think it helps.
0: Yeah, it helps my anxiety brain a lot. So. But we'll see how it goes. Fingers crossed it'll be cool.
1: Yeah, nice. <clears throat> so, uh I just finished these episodes about 40 minutes ago. Yeah. And um much like the running joke throughout episode 5, I can't help but think all you're saying is
0: are we there yet for fucking real dude i am so are tired we there of this yet? i'm so fucking tired of this like and there's actually i i do have mixed feelings on these episodes like yeah it's clearly episode five is trying to be more comedic right it's like a comedic kind of romp where they're going to the away team and all this kind of stuff it's road trip exactly and then you know episode six they kind of that's like dealing with the Julie situation, which is so fucking dumb and brings in the heavy stuff, you know, with the villain of season four is back uh, looking for his money that he lent, lent to Vince. So, (laughs) and really the only theme that I found in this one is, is dudes pissing. Like there's the whole line of them in the first episode. And then Luke in his little petulant whininess takes a piss on the, tmu poster which is like dude don't put that in your fucking toilet you're gonna have to lift that up you're literally crumpling up a poster which is when he takes it off it has like the harder kind of poster board and he crumples it puts it in the toilet pisses on it's like you're gonna have to your dad's gonna smack you upside the fucking head and you're gonna have to pick that up it's so stupid but so i think piss is an appropriate theme for these two episodes because i don't like them at all like (laughs) but like it's (laughs) But at the same so these are bad episodes to you i yeah i don't I don't really like them, but at the same time, it's one of those things where I feel torn because there are some genuinely funny moments that are unique yeah. in that kind of Friday night lights way of these characters are very unique, they know who a lot of these people are by this point, but at the same time, like I don't like it, like it just isn't working for me anymore. The only real stuff that I care about is like. Vince and his dad, which we can kind of get into that a little bit. But like that whole first episode is really kind of painful. Billy says some very funny lines, those kind of things. Um, But it's so kind of overblown and the silliness of all the high schoolers like being high schoolers, like that's not compelling to me. And the moments they try to like harken back to previous in the series of like them having their conversation outside, you know, the hotels, they can't sleep. And it's like the four main football players having that conversation. Like it would be cute. It's kind of cute, but it's not the same. It isn't Riggins and Saracen and street and smash hanging out on the football field. It doesn't have that same vibe because especially even the small addition of having coach out there listening to them. I'm like, why, why have coach out there, like it's cool that it's like oh he can kind of hear the positive influence on their lives i guess or something but like it just doesn't make the hang feel the same it feels more contrived and Mm -hmm. and even kira was like i don't i don't kira's like i'm not a boy but i don't think that's how teenage boys speak that's a pretty uh tame conversation which yeah it's network tv so they can't I guess or whatever it was TV, so maybe they could swear but it's this was before streaming so they wouldn't even do any of that stuff but yeah but like it just it feels like they're reaching for some of those early season vibes and it just it's not it's not getting me there and so many of the characters are kind of like just kind of annoying me and I was and so these episodes made me think sorry I'm just like going off on this no keep going but. So is this the time period where Taylor Kitsch is like, I need to go have a movie career? And is that why he's not on the show? And they wrote him to be in jail. Because I know he, he'll he get out by the end of the season, obviously. But like he hasn't even been in the past four episodes, right? He's in the opener, but that's about it. So it's like, yeah. this must be that like in the beginning of the teens, right?
1: X-Men, Wolverine...
0: Yeah, or yeah. was was he shooting John Carter or yeah. something like that, maybe? And so he's just not—he's actually off the show. I don't
1: remember the timeline, but yeah, no, I, I I do think this is around that time where he's already getting work outside.
0: Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so I think I was like, oh, this might be to accommodate him trying to be a movie star, and not just like a plot point of like, oh, let's put Tim in jail for no reason. Let's put. The hot dude that everybody likes, you know, away for no reason. So, okay. Because it it just hit me now. It's like, because they had that conversation where Billy talked to him on the phone and they don't even show him. I'm like, oh, he's doing other work right now. Yeah. Because
1: you can keep the prison plot line, but you would do the back and forth with him. I do like that. I don't see Riggins because I think the emotion's different. The fact that Tim's not there because now you're only seeing it from that house's perspective. So you keep with the chaos of it. Yeah. The we might lose the call and the I'm I'm fighting to keep you happy. Like Billy's struggling in there. Yeah. I like that feeling a lot more than I think it would have been more calm if it was a, you know, shot reverse shot of the two.
0: Yeah. And seeing him watch uh, Tim's like uh, recruitment video for college and all that stuff like, you know, there's... fortitude, Nick. Yeah, fortitude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, fortitude. like, there's some stuff in there that I know what they're going for, but I just don't care. You mm-hmm. know, like, and especially with some of the behavior of the characters, like, it's just more obnoxious. The TA dude, obnoxious. Julie, obnoxious. Uh, Luke, obnoxious. Luke is so bad. Like, we were talking about in the last episode of the podcast how they've lost the threat on Luke. They've lost it on him. So it's just like, making him be mad. I like that coach was right about telling Vince not to do this. And he should have been looking out the way that they do that. And so to see how Luke reacts like a teenager, but it's just annoying to watch. I'm like, I don't fucking care. Like, yeah, I know. I think he'll be okay. I think he'll be recruited. And now I have to just have more fucking drama between him and Vince where they've been fine. And I get that Luke's a bad drunk. You kind of mentioned that last time he got drunk and he does the same thing here. So but it's just like do I really have to watch this still? Can't we just yeah. be done with this? Can't we nope. just skip to the fucking end?
1: Are we there yet? Not quite, but we're getting there, Nick. Slowly but surely, we're getting there. No, but I know I, I do, do have that's to say, such a good
0: line. I do I do like great. that line and I do like the that's that's the weird thing about these episodes. Sorry, I'll let you. I'm no, I'm gonna going to let you finish. Uh huh. But <laughs> I'm so conflicted with these episodes because literally some of the stuff is laugh out loud funny, but I don't care about the characters and I don't care about what's going on. But both endings of the, each episode is really good. You have that question. Are we there yet? No, we're working out. I like that sentiment. Yeah. And then in episode six, you have the, the good visual storytelling of (laughs) coach is just staggered. You know, he's staggered by the whole (laughs) Julie thing. And he's literally looking down at his innocent daughter, right? His younger one, uh, the goblin. And you have that shot of him looking down on her representing innocence. And then in the back, you have Julie literally in like red light, you know, like, yeah, it couldn't be more of an obvious visual metaphor, but I think it works really well. And she says, sorry, to this point, she then walks away. Like that's a cool shot, a functional shot. Yeah. So like, so again, the show is doing some interesting things, but, not enough to keep my attention because I keep getting bored watching these. I'm yeah. just like, fuck, I don't fucking care. Let's just go. Let's just get on with it. Let's just get this over with. And I know that that's partially impatience for what we're going to do uh after uh, this iteration of the podcast. But I'm just kind of done with these characters. There's so many of the core characters are gone and the, the remaining core characters. I mean, Julie's just so fucking annoying now. But sorry, let me let, let me get back to. What you were gonna say? Sorry. No, I was actually gonna, let's let's stick with Julie. Okay. I was gonna say this might
1: be for a very specific reason, and this is a weird window into someone that's not on the show. This is my fiance, one of her favorite episodes. There's a lot of good stuff. We're, we'll keep talking Five about or it. Six. It's funny. Five Kingdom, the road trip. There's some cute moments. There's some funny moments. You get good Billy, but Athea jumps in her seat and does at the drive-in donkey kicks when the the wife comes in and slaps julie and starts yelling that she's a slut she just hates julie so pumped she just loves the drama yeah she loves the craziness of it and Yeah, yeah, yeah she's annoyed by julie especially at this point just how ridiculous of a person she's being so like when that comes in it She cheers as if you're watching the Panthers win state. Like the (laughs) cheering you think you'd get from the football scenes. That's Athea when they're slapping and calling a girl
0: the slut. And she's like, what's wrong with you? I mean, it is. She loves it. I mean, yeah, I can't blame her (laughs) because it is high drama. I mean, it's like literally. It's so fun. And she is just (laughs) devastatingly humiliated. And just the idea of she just wants to leave college. Like, yeah, it's the typical shit and it's it is interesting to see the frustration of coach and Tammy like really trying to grapple with it now you made this decision you did this and she's just so timid and doesn't want to i mean she fucking wrecks her car to try yeah. to get out of it like how immature can you be but it's it, wild again as we've stated this entire show it's one of the most accurate representations of a teenager ever
1: for sure yeah in
0: terms of like that petulant behavior and like it's that thing of being legally an adult but still acting like a child because it doesn't matter you just one day you're 18 oh now you're legally an adult but you're still a fucking dumb kid you know so yeah but and yeah i just heard tasting men and the ta still just being like i mean loser me criticizing a teenager's taste man whatever it's a fake character but it's like like the guy is so stupid and them being like oh why are you at this school Then they're gonna say it at the same time I'm like isn't this guy in his 20s this, this is like the most childish shit of all fucking time like which I mean I guess matches up with Julie's that's <laughs> emotional that's why he goes maturity. for younger
1: girls cause they yeah. match up mentally and emotionally
0: yeah of course and I do like that they made like his wife she looks older she looks like she's mm-hmm. in her late 20s or even 30 like
1: so he's she... extra
0: miserable with her <laughs>
1: he's just like ugh yuck she
0: she aged out after 28 or something yeah Yeah. it's
1: like boo he boos
0: her face every time he wakes up (laughs) he boos her crow's feet boo yeah but it i but it works i mean but i still hate it it's just like okay i'm just done with this let's just get her back to matt or whatever fucking stupid shit's gonna happen
1: it's for me it's a fun chaos yeah i love a like i'm glad the show goes for a fun little chaos with that ending because it right before that i was so bored with it like their drive at night and their talk, I was just like... I, Awful. I hate every inch of this. I couldn't care less. And I'm just worried, like, watching it in that mindset, I'm worried of, like, it's just going to, like, slowly putter out to mean nothing. Yeah. But to go out with chaos, I'm like, oh, well, at least I got something kind of fun and wild out of it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad it goes there. It's fun for me. I do enjoy it. Um, I also really like the idea of they've been setting it up Tammy's really missing Julie and they're not communicating they're not talking and she's really sad and she gives this super sad talk to the other teacher about how having kids is just this like sense of time and how it passes and it's just a thing of sadness so to set all of that up and then have Julie come back for very sad reasons but Tammy not even know it like Tammy's This is a very happy moment for mom and dad, but it's at Julie's lowest. I like that juxtaposition. Yeah. I love that like life's weird.
0: Well and Tammy's so life's perverted like that. Yeah. It'll
1: always clash moments.
0: Yeah, Tammy's. And I always love things like that. She's emotionally compromised, so she can't put it together that like Julie wouldn't come home to just do laundry. Clearly she's coming home, her tail something's up between her legs to compare her to a dog which is very degrading sorry I don't mean it in that way how dare you but but she's just so happy to see her she doesn't even think about like oh something bad probably happened that's why she's here kind of thing and uh (laughs) I don't know if I've ever told you this
1: there was a weird moment in the third grade we moved to Corpus Christi Texas third grade so I started there from scratch I don't remember how old you are third grade like eight or nine maybe yeah probably so there's weird moment in third grade for maybe about a th- i'm not exaggerating for a few months every day i get up get dressed eat breakfast my mom drops me off at school she drives me drops me off i go to the bathroom and i just cry for like 20 minutes Jesus. the th- the thing is is like as an eight-year-old I thought, well, the door's closed, no one knows. Of course a teacher can tell an eight-year-old's crying because the bathroom's in the classroom. Yeah, yeah. And an eight-year-old comes out just snot-faced and red eyed just like, nothing's wrong. And I'm doing the, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the sucking air. But that was for, like, months. And, like, Brutal. yeah, my parents never knew. Yeah, yeah. They can't, like, read on my face whatever I don't even know is going on in my body. And stuff, and like the teacher very clearly, you know. God bless them; they do whatever they can. But this is a type of teacher that saw that and was just like, "Not touching him! <laughs> I don't not. i am not touching that. Just sit him down." And oh god, this little like, weird boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like this is weird little kid with a cowlick He's just like, yikes! So yikes! It's like no one really knows. Yeah, and I guess uh, my. Pardon my corona brain, but I guess me crying is the same as Julie fucking a twenty-year-old teacher's aide. It's the same thing. Parents just don't know what's going on with their kids. Yeah, well, you can never guess.
0: Well, yeah, and I I mean it's a it's, but it's always and
1: you want to see what you want to see. Tammy wants Julie home, and Tammy wants Julie to be happy to be home. So maybe Tammy kind of projected that a little bit, and it took a a little bit for Tammy to be like, ah, something probably is up.
0: Oh, of course. But it's also the same thing of you guys are, you and Julie are scared of the same thing. (laughs) Your parents getting mad at you and or being disappointed in you. Right. So like, sure. Because she knows that coach is going to blow up. What does coach do? He blows up and they have that little tussle. And she knows they're going to be disappointed. Maybe, you know, you don't want your parents to be disappointed. It's probably the same thing with you in third grade. Yeah. You don't want your... Because your dad's just going to yell at you. <laughs> Little Wild Bill would have just, you know, he couldn't handle that shit. And uh, and your mom, you know, who knows. But, yeah, it's the same thing. You're scared of what their reaction is going to be. And that's what she is, too. So And so... Yeah, that tracks tracks. No, no matter the age. Yeah.
1: Right? And so this is a thing that I thought... The show did very, I, I'll say it's subtle because they don't actually get to talking about it. But the same episode that Coach Taylor is labeled a kingmaker for what he's done with Vince is the same episode where he can't get Julie to accept responsibility, get in her car, and go back to college. Like, she, he literally can't. And he exhausted all his thought and was physically walking her to the door. And it didn't work. And it was such a horribly uncomfortable moment. And he has to throw the keys down. He literally looks at Tammy being like, I'm I'm out of options. I'm out of ideas. I left practice. I'm late for a game. First time ever. I don't know what I'm doing but to these kids, to these men, he's a kingmaker.
0: Yeah, and I I like that juxtaposition, and I wish they would have done it better in terms of like the storytelling, like because that idea is very good. Yeah, but I don't know.
1: The like, show set it up, but the show didn't talk about it. Like why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why can't he work with her? What is the difference? What's he doing he on say the that? field? Why don't they
0: have that conversation? Yeah what is to make it a little more yeah. apparent
1: what's the failure at home that the field like what's the difference from coach to dad where is the thing not clicking is it the like I, yeah I, I i don't know i don't know what the show wants to say is the difference i don't yeah. know if you should look into the gender of it if you should look into the aggression of it I don't know if you should look into having the similar goal and desired path and then so two people driving at the same thing at the same time is how you get there
0: yeah I mean it's a a lot of interesting questions that I don't know if the show even knows that it could explore honestly like because that's you listing all those things that's those are cool things to explore and they feel like it's not in the episode it's implicit exactly yeah it's not in the episode there's a yeah, with a lot of, you know, these past couple seasons, there's some wonky execution of, like, some interesting ideas, you know. There's a lot of loaded situations that aren't fully explored that could be. Because, yeah, now, like, even with, like, the crazy coach who they they make him even goofy, you know, with, with a lot of the... Coach Stan. Yeah, the Sears coach guy. Yeah. And he's just, like, he's psychotic, right? So it's like, but they completely dropped him being at a gay bar last season. They haven't gotten back into that. Who knows? I mean, we're on the back half of these, the last season. Are they ever going to touch on that? Probably not. You know, so it's like,
1: Nicholas, there's nothing to touch on.
0: Well, yeah, but he's like ashamed of it or something like that. We don't know who he is. Besides, he yeah, works at series. That's the whole he's thing. psychotic. You,
1: you got the whole story. He will lie to anybody's face to say that didn't happen. There's nothing more to do with that. That's it.
0: Sure. You want to do it again? Okay. You know? No, but we could get into it. Someone else. You know, it's like. It could be explored a little bit. You could develop him as a character, not just have him be psychotic. Yeah, no, you
1: you are right. That could be an entire plot line you could write out. They very specifically are keeping him. Of all the characters they introduce, they did make him the, like, we keep him at a distance, we throw him in for a joke, we pull him out. We gave him one little bit of depth, but we stopped it pretty quick, and then back for yeah. a joke, pull him out.
0: And which, like... Yeah, he's not know, fully developed. Uh, and this is me putting a negative connotation on it, but it's like you have Landry's bandmate and she's a lesbian. They kind of deal with that a little bit. They touch on that. And, you know, in terms of conservative dudes who might be watching a football show, it's quote-unquote easier for them to deal with, oh, it's a girl who's into girls, even though they might think that that's quote-unquote weird or whatever, you know, that conservative Republican base. But when it comes to dudes being gay, then they're like, oh, they really get all... Huffy and puffy about it, and uncomfortable, probably because they want to touch a dude's wiener or something like that themselves. But like, yeah, getting into men being gay, I think is it rubs conservatives the long, wrong way. So the show is not being very bold in terms of that. So I get "quote unquote" why this Republican show would avoid that. If that makes any sense. So, but that's like a that's like a negative spin. You know what I mean?
1: So, and I'm I'm, only, I'm not asking. I'm I'm literally wanting clarification. Do you personally think this show is written and geared and projected towards a Republican? F- like, they're wanting that fan base? Is that why you call it a Republican show or, say, the conservative fan base? Like, they, that's what they're aiming towards?
0: I don't know if they're aiming towards <clears throat> it specifically and I because I think they would pander. They don't really pander to anybody. But I think it's it's known that... Texas is conservative. Football in Texas is is a conservative thing, macho thing. So, like, I think they know who their audience is. They're not pandering to them. I mean, they're showing this, this kind of quote-unquote other side of the track story and this, and you know, getting into uh, larger social issues of class and race and all that kind of stuff, showcasing it to an audience. We've talked about this showcasing it to an audience that may be uncomfortable to hear these things or isn't interested in hearing these things or actively avoids these things, right? So that's what I mean. I think they know their audience and it it might just be quote-unquote too much for them to get into the a, a dude. I always, because you know, I always feel gay. like, I've always felt like this
1: show was probably bigger on the quote-unquote elitist coasts than it was the midwest i think it's the same of like that jennifer lawrence movie winter's bone i don't yeah, think yeah. that played big in west virginia and i think that was no. yeah that was huge in chicago and new york like that's a that's a art house watching a world they don't know i think that's what this show i I mean, again, let's go back to it. The way they did abortion shows you that they're comfortable on the left, and they're comfortable talking about maybe the right, but they're talking at the left or with the left. I don't think yeah, they think yeah. too much about the conservative fan base.
0: Yeah, I mean, you I think if right.
1: anything, this is this is this is someone trying their absolute best to be respectful to something they're not. You know, there's a lot of right white writers writing black culture, and there's a there's a few um there's a few like slurs in here, there's a few derogatory lines, no, there's in this, a few, these episodes, yeah. Yeah, in these episodes, there's a few things in this episode that I'm like, you guys are doing extra research. You're going that extra mile to make sure that this plays realistic and then that's where your respectability comes saying like we're not of this world we're trying to portray it as accurately as possible i always felt that being the same like these guys aren't from west texas yeah of that's course. how i felt i know the 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 show runners from you know uh, i think upper east new york but like yeah I've, I've always felt that with this show so like i think the gay guy thing isn't an issue for them i think if anything sadly i would just say the writers looked at this character and said nah take him off the board like they're not that interested in him. yeah or it felt it also like it could be
0: that it's too loaded you know what i mean because it is a load it thing. could be yeah. yeah it's a whole thing Especially and then they're like that's got to be five you know?
1: episodes at least yeah, yeah. so i get and that I, I we get gotta that, yeah. yeah it could be a whole it's it's hard to do it and dip in and dip out so yeah. it's the thing that I've said with so many other things, if you're gonna do it, I want you to go all the way with it. I would have hated if we got another Coach Stan maybe gay thing. Yeah. And then that was it. Yeah, yeah. That would have felt like a disservice to that uh character type within this world. Cause there is a lot to say of a grown adult in a football setting with I mean, a high school football team and he's homosexual in west texas this that's there's so much to unpack
0: yeah it's a loaded thing yeah at least in terms of coming from that that background things to that say and, and yeah. yeah
1: exactly yeah triple a is for women that's what billy says
0: <sighs> yeah which it's like i mean it's billy that sounds about right but i do like as dumb as that is which kira laughed at that too we have triple a and uh but Billy actually so tracks. Billy faking out that he got injured, like yeah. That, I, I thought that was good.
1: It's I'm I'm a sucker for a road trip. I'm a sucker for a road trip scene. Road trip movie, Dumb and Dumber, maybe the best road trip movie. Mm, not like road Trip I, itself. No, Dumb and Dumber's way better. When they're getting the snacks and he falls asleep and he sees his best friend asleep while he's driving by himself, it's just cute and heartfelt. Movies great, shout out, <clears throat> dumb and dumber, but um, no all of that stuff, it's easy for me to say that all works for me because that's like kind of one of the I, I love all of that cute, silly little stuff, yeah, you know, being annoyed on the bus is funny to me, them doing their dumb singing, even though like to me it's cringy, but I'm still like, ah, it's cute, cringy, good for them, you know, all, of, all yeah, the road trip. Of this episode I thought was fun for me. And I sometimes forget there's a football game. I forget this is the we gotta fight dirty to win football game episode. Because in my head it's always the road trip episode. Oh yeah. And I split them in my head. That's
0: how much I like the road trip stuff. Yeah. And that's the thing too with some of the games. Like there just aren't any stakes for this season for me personally. Because the goal is to get to state. I know they're going to get to state. You know what I mean? So it's like, even if they're down, I know they're going to come back and, and pull it well, out. Last you know. season,
1: last season was set up of they're just trying to win one game and learn to be a team. So uh, I guess I didn't have the same feeling as you, where state was guaranteed for this season.
0: I didn't feel that. I mean, it's the it's the it's the finale of the show, right? So it's like, yeah. I mean, if they if they actually don't make it to state and they take it in some other interesting place, like they go towards That'd the That'd be weird, yeah. I mean that I could be that. interesting if they do it in a cool way, but I just I'm not expecting them to lose, right? I mean I'm it's I'm expecting them to have some kind of dysfunction. I mean, Vince and Luke are fighting now, so it's like that could lead to some dysfunction and maybe they have Vince a narrow loss. A cocky. You know what I mean? Yeah, that kind of stuff, so
1: You know what it is? is I think what we're talking about with the football specifically, this is, in the movie, it's a fucking montage, and in the show, it's a whole season of... Because I was trying to think, it's hard to track the fact that they're undefeated this season. It's hard to keep that going without the television radio announcer literally stating it for you. And I was like, why is it so hard? I was like, oh yeah, because this should be a montage of every game, and then another win, and then training, a game, another win over a speech, and it's two minutes of a movie, yeah. and then we get to their finals and then state. So, like, it it is hard to keep that forward momentum. Every day is a football game. Every episode's this, and you it, it gets very rote, especially because they're undefeated. Because, yeah. like, I'm not going in this episode going, I wonder if they're going to keep their streak of being undefeated. I wasn't thinking at all about that not even for a second was i like are they gonna win or lose are they gonna break their record of undefeat not in my head once
0: yeah and i mean they could you know because undefeated they don't have to be undefeated to go to state and win state right but (laughs) so they could have that tension of oh they do lose a game and then you know they have they'll have to compare to some other team of like oh we can't lose this next game or we can only lose this many games or something so like yeah that could be an interesting way to build some tension i guess over the next couple episodes leading up to the f- finale but yeah i'm just not feeling the stakes I'm just waiting to be like okay let's get to state and see where these characters are gonna go because it's just okay let's let's move on you know let's let's get to the end of these character stories and the little drama that's getting set up along the way just isn't reeling me in like still the vince storyline is the most compelling thing right his dad and by far yeah
1: there's nothing even kind of close to it
0: yeah nothing yeah because julie's annoying luke's annoying as i already said but like with yeah with once we can get into vince and his dad where just him wanting to take care of it and not telling vince what he has to do and it does feel great to see him beat the fuck out of that guy <laughs> Cause he's just yeah. such an asshole and take the gun and you know that he has the parole stuff going on. And at the same time, it still, it makes me worry about like, Oh, are they going to kill Vince's dad? Are they going to put him back in jail? Like is something bad going to happen to him? That's going to throw yeah. Vince off? Because of course in my head, it's like, they're going to go to state. Something has to get in Vince's way of him focusing. If you go up,
1: you got to come down.
0: Exactly. Yeah. You got to cause he's having a good time. His dad, he's getting along with his dad. And so, you know, something bad has to happen because it's TV drama, right? So, it's like, yeah. So, I'm, 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 it's making me dread that because that's the only thing that I kind of care about at this moment because they're doing it well. I think that little nice moment of when the coach is saying, oh, you know, everything comes through me and they're having the discussion when they're out of town and, and that, that moment. Where his dad says if it's good with Vince, then it's good with me, and then Vince just kind of straightens out a little bit. It's just this posture of like being proud yeah. that his dad's taking his word for it and not trying to butt in or anything like that. I, I like that. That's like a good little character piece and or beat. So Vince's dad
1: said something. He said uh, when they were talking about the situation with the money and stuff, and he's essentially saying like I'm the reason why your mom got up in this. You getting the money for hers the right thing to do. You know, the respect for your decision there. I'll help take care of it. Uh-huh. But Vince's dad says, you got out. I'll always owe you for that. And that's a crazy thing for a father to say to a son. Yeah. And that hit me, like, really hard. I'm really liking their dynamic. And uh, this is one note I had for last episode that I completely forgot But there was that image back when Vince was still fighting his dad and struggling with him coming back home, his dad sitting in the chair, and Vince came home in a suit, and his dad's in a tank top, in a wave cap. Yeah. Just that split. That reverse. was uh, Like, yeah. That visual storytelling was really good, but to come from there to here, where they feel more on the level, they're more respectable... They're making a go at this being a decent thing is uh it's 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 working for me really well. It's really good stuff. Yeah. And I think the dad's a really good actor. He's playing
0: all these moments. Yeah, they're both they're both doing really well in these scenes. And that's what bums me out. It's just like you have these good, unique explorations and just everything around it I don't care about and I'm burnt out on. It's just kind <clears> of <throat> yeah these two specifically like i was annoyed with the the season four finale and those first two of season five and then last weeks were a little bit better but then with these two i was just exhausted i'm like it still has those shining points of interesting unique friday night light stuff but i'm so tired of the rest of it that it's just like it's a disappointment at this point i'm just exhausted and want it to be done and that bums me out that bums me out
1: yeah For sure, because you started seeing that the show could be good with Season 3, Dips for You, and 4 and 5, but like this season, the more we're talking about Season 5, this one starts hitting me, where I'm like, if you had to do a Friday Night Lights movie... This is your season that I would have watched a movie of just Coach and Vince, 2 hours.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cut
1: all the other cut Luke's drama, cut Billy drama, cut Regan's drama, cut Becky, cut Julie, cut Tammy. Just Coach and Vince for 2 hours. One team go undefeated, go to state, Vince, his mom and his dad stuff, and that's it. I'm there for that. All yeah. the other stuff, I you could have trimmed that fat for me, too. And I would have been there. I think, you know, uh, me and you disagree on how effective they are in season four, introducing a new cast for a TV show. But this might be the season where it's like, mm, even if you did it right in four, it might have been a fluke because it's not like you're building upon all those characters as well as you are Vince only. Vince is staying so interesting. No one else is on that level. So it's like, you guys might have had one good idea here.
0: Yeah. And because that's, I think, why that hotel balcony conversation doesn't work very well. Because while I like Tinker, you know, and you get a little bit of insight into him liking the pig or whatever, we didn't see him take the pig. We kind of heard about it. Yeah. And the same thing with the basketball guy, he's just there. You know, and they make a joke of making fun of Luke when he's pouty in the next episode of like, he's been playing for a month or something like that and he's doing better than you are or whatever. Like, yeah. so it's like, these are just like functional characters and, and the two that they had kind of set up to be the new leads and Luke and Vince. Vince's story is excelling, as we're saying, but Luke has just fallen by the wayside and just become uninteresting. You know, yeah, and I mean, even the show itself is making the jokes about the abortion stuff, right? At that dance, where Mindy's like, "You guys need to go fuck and have protection and all this stuff." The show is even joking about it, like they're like, "Oh yeah, we did this whole abortion storyline, and now we're just going to have them get together and fuck anyway." So it's like, you know, which of course they're teenagers and they're idiots, and they wouldn't—they'd run into trouble raising a child. So there's—I don't think the show's uh, backing out of that being. uh the quote-unquote right choice right but but still it's like it's even aware of the absurdity of it and and just how they're like it's just it's just it feels silly you know some some of so many of these plot lines are, are feeling silly and i just i don't care how do
1: you like billy's moment as coach cuz season episode 5 gives him the funny where he's just running them and yelling at them and screaming and the coach has got to like sit there and wait for him to be done but then when Taylor's late he gets to give them their big speech and i think it's kind of, you know, he gets a pass from coach Taylor being like, "Yeah, you did a good job." How do you how do you
0: like Billy maybe being a decent coach? It's mixed messaging. It doesn't track for me. Like I'm glad that in the moment he can pull it out and He can be earnest. I mean, Billy's anything if not earnest, right? I mean, that's, he's...
1: He can't help it. He's so dumb.
0: Yeah. It's on his sleeve at all times. But in terms of the show saying, oh, maybe Billy is really good about this or he is good at this. No, he's not. Everything you have shown us is the contrary up till this point. So to 180 that and like give him a good moment, that's cute. But the show has told us the contrary ever since he's become more of a playing uh and a a more of a main character because he still took from jess's advice and he doesn't really and and they literally before that they have him yelling at the special teams and all that kind of stuff right and going overboard so it's like it's nice to have him give him that moment but it's also mixed messaging where it's like maybe he's good as like a hype man but skill wise
1: well i i i just i take it as simply of like you're you not different you just hit you're getting better you're getting there gotcha you know like you you gave one good speech and it's because coach wasn't there and you had shoes to fill yeah. and i think it was a decent mix of both it was a decent mix of coach trying to do some metaphor to uplift you but there's still the billy like too much aggression because coach isn't aggressive with the football but billy keeps that coming in so it was like, it worked and it pumped him up, but it was still maybe not, it's definitely not how Coach would have done it. But it just feels like they're at least showing like maybe one day you could be decent at this. You might have a shot at this. Sure. I just thought it was funny that of all the coaches, they all looked at him and was like, yeah, that's the guy to give the speech to. Not Coach Crowley that's like been there since season one.
0: Who like Coach's asked. right-hand man. Yeah, who who Coach asked yeah. to close out the practice and...
1: But I guess that guy's lazy. He's like, nah, Billy can take it. I'm too tired to give a speech. Yeah. I'm not the speech guy. I just thought it was funny. They all looked at him. They're like, yeah, that's you, man. Coach ain't here.
0: It's just a throwing him under the bus kind of thing, maybe. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I do like him saying, I ain't coach. Yeah. Because I think it hits him. (laughs) That kind of bums him out. And I don't know if we discussed or not, but I got confused. I don't. The Riggins have a pool in their backyard. But when Luke and Billy are being stupid, they're in a different backyard. I don't know if that was Riggins' side yard,
0: or is there a different house? Yeah, it's a logistics thing. They probably just didn't have that house. Just location, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a different house. Maybe him and Mindy got a new house when Billy's gone or or Tim's gone. Wow,
0: yeah. It must have just been a locations thing. Uh, I didn't even think about that. I was too busy with Kira saying like, oh laughing at billy sitting on the toilet back there
1: oh yeah no that's that's uh classic if you ever wanted to know what cute harmony kareen is it's billy riggins (laughs) giving life advice to a teenager sitting on a toilet in the backyard
0: yeah exactly yeah yeah wow i forgot about the pool thing shit yeah they fucked that up
1: yeah athea was uh too occupied with the idea of him playing golf with charcoal being like, that's how fires start. He's just shooting charcoal into, like, high weed grass. He's a redneck man. Hell yeah. It's beautiful and I love it. Yeah, I like these episodes uh, not as much as the last two, but I do like them. I don't think they're that bad. I just, I'm, I'm feeling it like you are. Not to the same level, but almost yeah. the same things. Like, I'm just, I'm here for Taylor. I'm here for Vince. I'm ready to get moving. I know there's other things moving and turning and we're getting to changes. Uh, all the other stuff feels like I'm slowing down. That Julie so I'm not kidding, like them in the car. I was just like, I don't care what either of them. I don't care that he has a wife and he's clearly lying to Julie being like, oh, I got to go home soon for my, my thesis. It's like, no, you're with the girl on the side and you don't want to bring up your current wife. So you're just lying, saying... Oh, I have work to do because you know you're doing something wrong. Like, it. I don't like him, so I'm not interested. Anytime they're together, I just got so bored.
0: Yeah, and you have Julie making the poor decisions, which is frustrating to watch. So it's like, how, yeah. this is not enjoyable. Yeah. Like, it's
1: only enjoyable that it ends in a literal car wreck. Yeah. Of like being run around, goodfella style, yelling "Julie, Ta like her name first and last yeah. and who she's sleeping with."
0: Yeah, it's brutal, brutal, dude. Yeah,
1: that's a nightmare.
0: Yeah, in the yeah that car scene specifically, I'm like watching it. I'm like, why am I watching this show? Why am I watching this? This is fucking stupid. I don't like this. I'm not enjoying it. Why am I? Why is this still happening? Yeah,
1: it's terrible. Oh, uh, that motherfucker smashed that brick. And Nick's just like, I don't even care. Take your seatbelt off next time. That's Jeez, what Nick said. brutal. <laughs>
0: All right, should we get onto our random stuff? Because there, there is a lot of good quotes and stuff.
1: Yeah, we can get some random and some quotes and whatnot.
0: Yeah, one thing that we don't have to really dive into, but one of those things that took me out of it is, speaking of the Julie shit, her not knowing what a pia is, and she lives in fucking Texas. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Guys, as writers, Tex-Mex is huge all across all of Texas. They know what a fucking sopapia is. And she goes to college and says, "sopa" what? To this fucking wet napkin TA fucker? That I was just like, nope, that breaks the show. That breaks. That's like one of those moments where it throws me out of it. I'm just like, that's you not accurate. It. You're talking about being well-researched? That's one that they missed. And and so here, here's
1: the thing for me is they almost convinced me where I because I thought the exact same thing as you. I was like, what the fuck? How do you not know? And then he takes her to like some random food truck thing to eat fried bread. And I was like, wait, he's not eating what we think sopapillas are. So I was like, did that not make Central East Texas? Is that not a thing? And then for a second in my head, I was like, well, she did get born and raised on only eating Applebee's. Yeah, and I was like, is that? No, I'm saying like in my head, I'm like, wait, is that a thing? And I was like, no, it's just stupid. Yeah. It's just wrong and stupid. And it was literally someone just wrote the joke, SOPA what? And they're like, yeah, sure, just put the joke in. Because someone thought that was cute. SOPA what? Yeah. Wang. But yeah, for a second, I was like, wait, is that not a thing in Central Texas? Yeah. Because of course, it's a thing in West and South. So I was like, wait. And then I got confused. I was like, what are you eating? Yeah. Like, where do you go to eat just a, sopapia a sopapia? isn't
0: fry bread at the same time. Fry bread can be different, you know, than a sopapia and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, like Similar a Navajo thing. taco. Yeah, I was
1: like, "Is are they eating a Navajo taco and calling it a sopapia? I don't know. I, I, yeah, I got so confused. They just fucked that up.
0: Over a useless thing. Yeah.
1: I was like, wait, what the fuck are you doing with the soap pia here?
0: Yeah. I I really liked, yeah, when Coach is drunk and he's playing the cards and he's trying to leave. Yeah. And they're giving him a hard time. i like, oh, you don't like <laughs> us or something like that. And then he says, I love you very much as he's leaving. <laughs> and then he gets drunk on the phone call with Tammy and she's hanging out yeah. with the teacher. And just the two lines of he says, so what are y'all wearing? <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then she says, they don't say anything, they don't acknowledge it, she's just gotta go. And then just end <laughs> the conversation. Like Yeah. That's just good little interplay, funny lines, you know.
1: I, I do like the idea of watching all three of the groups drunk. Like I like the, the kids being drunk's whatever. You see it a million times in this show. Yeah. But watching all the adults drunk together, like Billy being drunk in front of coach and Buddy, and Buddy, of course. Such an accurate, just like he talks even more now when yeah, he's drunk. Exactly. It's
0: like God damn it. Because they make the joke in that episode of him being a chatterbox or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
1: And then it it is funny. Uh, the adults and the kids are all hungover with sunglasses on the next day. All yeah, the, both. Groups. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, buddies in sunglasses. um And then Athia did point out, I like when they get to the hotel how much of a dad coach taylor is checking in and he wants like old-fashioned keys and he wants like a chocolate chip cookie and he's like confused by stuff i was like god damn it what a fucking dad he is yeah what a khaki pants wearing dad
0: that is very accurate yeah him not understanding macadamia nuts is like jesus christ
1: <laughs> I there was a good and i'll say maybe legitimately 22 years of my entire life, I thought macadamia nuts were fancy. Like I never knew them as anything other than like, I thought they were fancy my whole life. I thought they were
0: expensive and fancy. Uh, They they might be, I don't know. Good question. (laughs) Uh, I like out of all the mean things that Billy is saying to the special teams thing. when He says, you'll be lucky if your parents remember your name. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's such a specific thing which kind of hits home for him actually unfortunately him and his brother but
1: damn nick damn. he doesn't have a family how dare you his brother's in jail yeah i like when uh, tim calls and he has to get it and he tells mindy to turn the game down she goes you want me to turn it off he goes don't turn it off the cowboys will lose if you turn it off
0: yeah superstition
1: that's, yeah that's awesome to just throw in there real quick yeah I also like the the little detail billy's paying on the land so when tim gets out it'll be there for him yeah i thought that was cute
0: so yeah he's making it sure it's worth his while yeah yeah i like and i we kind of already referenced it but in that second episode when coach literally doesn't know how to process what julie's done and he's does that dad thing of just being staggered in the backyard staring into the sprinkler just going back and forth yeah, just I
1: wrote I wrote down again staring into the abyss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's my favorite thing in the world.
0: Yeah, so good.
1: I also like uh, sticking with Coach and Billy when they're talking about the kids being stupid and branding themselves. He's yeah. like, "Yeah, we all did dumb stuff." Billy's like, "Yeah, I, I took a shit in the uh, coach's mailbox." And you come find out it was Coach Taylor's mailbox. And he's like, <laughs> "Sorry,
0: that was your first year or whatever." Yeah. Yeah,
1: he's like, "I didn't know you back then."
0: Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. I want to know why Coach was cooking bacon in his fucking office in the beginning of that first episode. Why? Him and L- Vince are literally having this like in-depth conversation yeah. about uh, TMU, and it's I, maybe I missed when they With the hibachi on the desk. Yeah, I'm like, what? Like, what did it? I don't know if it tied into something that I just missed. No, I not Taking. I ju-
1: I was just so like, maybe he cooks breakfast for the coaches i don't yeah. know it was a weird thing for them to be doing i liked it because it's weird but yeah. it did not make any sense
0: oh and i liked uh <laughs> coach when Julie's really kind of like oh i'm sorry the, the, the dog just swerved out in front of me so i had to swerve and blah 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 and he says that dog's gonna have his day like yeah like he's gonna awesome. get revenge on the fucking dog <laughs> that doesn't exist it's
1: a uh, reverse John Wick. He just sets out to kill the dog. So he kills every dog in the neighborhood.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fucking awesome. That's hilarious. Or puppies.
1: I do like... Uh, a, it's got to be a self-aware little meta thing of Mindy looking at swimsuits or you know outfits for going back to the stripping job. Uh-huh. And uh, she says, no, uh, rhinestones make me look trashy. <laughs> i was like that's really funny for her to be saying
0: yeah kira really liked that line yeah she was laughing yeah. at that
1: you know it's another line i love that the teacher's wife looks at julie in the face and says what you are is a cliche yeah it's like twist the knife man
0: that's a good that's
1: probably that's probably that hurt more than the slap it had to
0: yeah you're not the first and you won't be the last or something she yeah. said,
1: yeah exactly what you are is a cliche. I was like, God, to, to a 19-year-old white girl, there's nothing that hurts more than to tell them they're not special or individualistic. That, that's the one that sent her packet.
0: <laughs> yep, absolutely.
1: Yeah, I th- I honestly think episode five is pretty well written. I think there's a lot of good little lines in there. There's a lot of turn of phrases, things like that, whether they be funny or good. You know, Coach saying success is not a goal. It's a byproduct. Like, that's a good Coach quote. Yeah. And uh, I did look it up. It's the same writer that wrote notably the episode um, where Saracen's dad died okay so he wrote all of that stuff too i think uh he's one of the writers for the show season four the show started getting nominated for emmys it started getting nominated for its writing a few for directing i think that's the first time that the cast started getting nominated so season four and season five they start getting emmy nominations around that time interesting yeah
0: yeah i'd be curious to see which ones maybe we'll have to talk about them uh see which episodes or see which actors or something like that
1: yeah at some point yeah sure but yeah it's so i i i liked uh i liked the writing in season five or episode five i thought that was a that was a good one yeah but it works it works for me that's why i'm so
0: torn it's like yeah because i i yeah that's the best way to describe it i feel i mean i already talked about it but i'm just so torn on these because there was some very funny stuff but i'm just i'm so ready you're tired i am tired we're
1: almost done nick
0: I know. Only a few more episodes of the podcast to go.
1: Yeah, you you have to take uh you have to take Billy's advice. We will run with hate in our hearts.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that, yeah. <laughs> I will definitely be doing that towards the end of this show. Running with hate and in I, my heart.
1: And I stole uh I steal Reagan's line now whenever I hang out with little kids. Like like eight and under when i like when i saw my brother's kids yeah they're younger and i was hanging out when i say bye to them the advice i give little kids now is uh don't snitch stay angry that's what (laughs) i tell little kids don't snitch
0: stay angry good old uncle bill
1: yep getting rona from a kid (laughs) yeah you better
0: stay angry at those kids for giving you the the i don't even
1: want to talk about it whatever i won't name them on this podcast
0: yeah, probably not Best Because he's dead to me. Just Your kidding. nephew's yeah, not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's like two years old. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> but yeah, this is officially halfway.
0: Or no, almost halfway. Because we're yeah, six and six there's six out of 13. Yeah, so four more episodes of the podcast in this iteration. So yeah, we are... Yeah, running with hate in our heart towards the end of the series, at least I
1: am. We're coming down to it. Does it make you feel better? Because it made you feel worse when I told you Saracen probably ends up maybe sort of kind of coming back. Does it make you feel better at all with the back half? If I say in my head, from what I remember, a good amount of stuff happens.
0: Yeah, I'm glad that. Yeah, because I want shit to just get going. Right. Yeah. It's just like, let's just fucking go. This should have been eight episodes or something. Like I just, (laughs) 13 is too much still. Like, wow, season one (laughs) felt like an eternity because it was 20 whatever episodes. This 13 is 22. So now this is feeling like a fucking eternity. I mean, you know, we just watched, we were talking about Stranger Things four before this, which is nine episodes, but it's very long in terms of uh, runtime. But still it's like with this, I'm like, what are we going to do for seven more episodes? like I know kind of where we're going or I'm assuming I know where we're going in terms of state. So like let's just fucking get there. Fuck all these machinations. But I just want to skip to the end.
1: Yeah, there there's there's still one kind of big thing we haven't even like hit on and I I'm um, gotcha. surprised thinking of like oh we we're halfway done and we haven't so gotten to Yeah, no, there's thing. yeah, there's there's still stuff going on. There's still stuff
0: going on. Um well, I hope it pulls me in cuz right now I'm just bored.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm hoping, is that the least, like, whether you like it or not, I hope it at least engages you, so the run to the end can at least be engaging, what, even if it's in a negative sense, because there's nothing worse than uh, apathy.
0: Yeah, because I'm know?
1: definitely there, for sure. For, for sure. It. Speaking of uh, Stranger Things, what's... Uh, What's your Kate Bush song that would pull you from uh,
0: Vecna's grasp, Nicholas? Uh, I don't know, man. That's a loaded question. There's so many songs, dude.
1: I told Athea how funny it would be because I didn't know hers. We were making the same joke I asked her. And I was like, what if I picked like a... Like, I'm panicking, and I don't know which one to pick for her, so I pick a Me Without You song with, like, a four-minute, like, thunderstorm intro, Intro, and, like, while we're waiting for it to kick in, she dies anyways, (laughs) because it took too long. She's like, I don't know what song this is, and
0: then it's over, I'm like, fuck.
1: Yeah, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, good question. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe a no-effect song or something. You gotta have something pumping, you know? Something quick so it can get you running, you know, so you can try to run up that hill
1: how dare you nicholas did you even know that was actually the title of the song the the show stranger things used yeah it's actually a lyric in the song and then
0: you just said it that's crazy weird what would yours be some kind of
1: i have no idea if i gun to my head i'd probably just say dead leaves on dirty ground that's what
0: i was gonna say some white stripes song
1: yeah it would have to be Athea said maybe an elliot smith song i was like no because then i would just like accept yeah, you, that, you just Yeah, I'm like, yes, please. (laughs) Yeah, come on, Vecna, just
0: stab me in the chest. Yeah, please,
1: Daddy Vecna. (laughs) Daddy?
0: (laughs) That's got to be trending on Twitter, dude. Yeah, that's got to be trending on Twitter. Daddy Vecna, that's
1: I mean, that's all I was thinking is like, Because I'm trying to piece together what he was doing. And I was like, maybe it's just people that have guilt in their life and at a certain point in their life wanted to die. Yeah. And then that's all I was thinking about is how funny it is of like depressive goths just like worshipping at Vecna now because of the show. Like Daddy Vecna, squish me type stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like please flay me. Dude,
0: that's that's got to exist. (laughs) Undoubtedly. It is the internet. So, yeah, no doubt. That's great. All right, well, thanks everybody for joining us and apologies if there's any kind of odd audio issues with the remotely thing, but I think hopefully it'll come out okay, knock on wood, I'm saying at the very end
1: of the episode. And if not,
0: it's Nick's fault for sure.
1: Yeah, correct. He's a bastard.
0: All right, well, yeah, thanks for listening and we'll be back uh, next week with episodes seven and eight as we barrel towards the end of season five and uh, Friday Night Lights. And yeah, maybe next time we'll talk about the next iteration of the podcast, we'll see.
1: Yeah, we're very excited. It makes this stuff hard because we're excited for new very much. I love you. I loved you.